0: Namaskar, this is Dada Veda Pragyananda, and we're here for another episode of DharmaCast. So today, I'm going to talk about mantra, what is a mantra, and how we can use it in meditation. And as usual, I'm going to start off with a reading from my teacher, the guru, Sri Sri Anandamurti, and this is what he has to say about mantra. He says, What is mantra? Mananat, tarayat, jastu, sa, mantra parikirtita, which means mantra is that which, when repeated again and again, shows the way to trano, liberation, or that consecrated word which, by repeating it internally again and again, will bring about one's permanent liberation is termed a mantra. Now let us see how a mantra should be used. The vibrational expression of the psycho-spiritual entity that forms the subtlest part of human existence is guided by the mantra. During meditation, the mind advances more and more in accordance with the vibration. This is the work of a mantra. This is the excellence of a mantra. But you cannot call all the sounds of the world mantras. Why? Because they do not possess the capacity to liberate a person from bondage. There are so many sounds, so many syllables, and so many words in this universe. However, when a Mahakaula, or a great tantric teacher, guru, chooses a word or words, fills them with cosmic vibration, and makes that vibrational flow move in perfect rhythm with the macrocosmic vitality, then that mantra is called a siddha mantra, or perfected mantra. So here, he is uh, given the, the spiritual definition of a mantra. I say spiritual definition because in the world, uh, there are certain Sanskrit words that have crept into the English language. Like we say, a pundit, which, which comes from the Sanskrit pandita, you know, or you know, means someone who knows something. And um mantra has also crept into the language too. And usually it's like when some politician says something, he says it over and over, he says, I'm going to lower taxes. And then he goes to another city and he says, I'm going to lower the taxes. And then he goes to another place and says, I'm going to lower the taxes. And then at the end of the day, the commentator will say that Senator such and such has a new mantra, lower the taxes. You know, but. But generally this is not a mantra because here what the politician is saying is just an endless phrase and he, he doesn't have any intention, there's no meaning behind it. It's just, that's what the commentator meant, I mean, It's just his mantra, his, his meaningless phrase. But in the world of spirituality, mantra is far different. So what in this definition that uh, um, Sri Sri Anandamurti gave, he says that it has to be capable of leading us towards liberation from all-worldly bondage, all-worldly fetters. So this is a tall order. So how can a mantra do this? First of all, um, one of the things which he said here is that the mantras are, are chosen by great teachers, great personalities, and they imbibe those words with a certain vitality, a certain power. And, and this power is is capable. Just as that person reached some kind of enlightenment or awakening, that the seed of that enlightenment and awakening is in the mantra, in the the vitality of the mantra, the power of the mantra. And so when you start to repeat it, then uh, that that same power energizes you. But there's another factor um, in the spiritual significance of a mantra, and that is the meaning of the mantra because the whole process of meditation of spiritual meditation or tantric meditation or the ananda marga meditation which i practice is based on a, a psychological concept and that concept is as you think so you become so whatever we think about is what we become if we if we just like when you, you fix your mind on a certain goal, and you, you think about that goal, and then you take some action to move towards it, then you might reach that place. So the same is true with in, in the realm of, of psychic and, and spiritual expansion. So you have to fix a target in your mind. What do you want to achieve? So what are you going to meditate on? You're not going to meditate on your, on your job, or on your, your diploma, you can, I mean people do that, but but in spiritual meditation you meditate on, on something beyond that. So we meditate on the goal. And what is the goal? The goal is is that yoga, yoga is the goal, but yoga doesn't mean a pretzel, it means union, and it means union with the Supreme Consciousness, union with, you can say, God. That's that's what spiritual meditation is, and that's what tantric meditation is. It's, it's to liberate us, and how to get liberated by becoming one with the cosmic consciousness so the meaning of the mantra it has a vibration which is given by that that teacher but you will also learn that there's a meaning and that meaning is that it's it's the meaning is that you are that supreme consciousness you're going to meditate on that supreme consciousness so instead of thinking that i'm an american or i'm a russian i'm a a Catholic, or a Jew, or a Hindu, or a Buddhist. You're meditating on the ultimate you-ness. And the ultimate you is that Supreme Consciousness. You are that Supreme Consciousness. And that's what you're meditating on. So this is the important thing. So it has has a certain vibration, and it has a certain meaning. And the vibration is also calculated to help you personally. So that's why there's, there are universal mantras which you can work on and then there's a personal mantra that you can also get. And when you get that personal mantra, that personal mantra adjusts your particular rhythm and brings it in contact with the cosmic rhythm. And this is meditation. So this is the theory, very simple, I, I did it in two minutes, I explained it. But the practice takes more than two minutes, because it's a, we're, it's a life-changing event. So to change your life, you can't do it in two minutes. You have a momentum. We all came here with a momentum. We made so many appointments, and so many schedules, and we, we have so many obligations. And you can't just change that in, in two minutes. Those, that momentum is going to carry forward. And we also have a mental momentum. We're thinking about so many things. So many things are in our mind. So how to shut that off or to or to disengage from all of that, that takes work. And so the uh, idea of a mantra is that you need a tool. So the mantra is a tool that's used in meditation. You close your eyes and then you withdraw from the world and then you, you think about... You, the mantra and you try to keep that in your mind. So some people think that when you close your eyes for meditation then you should think of nothing. That's impossible. It's an impossible task to think of nothing. The mind always searches an object. The mind always wants something. So here what we're going to do is we're going to satisfy the mind. We're going to give it something, but we're going to give it something which is positive for us that's also another thing which i I like to say about mantra and meditation it's concentrated positive thinking so positive thinking generally people think well i'll read a book you know the power of positive thinking and that i'm thinking so many affirmations this affirmation and that affirmation and i'm going to be positive all day but here it's concentrated positive thinking so the mantra is the concentrated positive thinking It's the, the thinking that i am the supreme entity i am One, my essence is the same as that supreme entity. My essence is the same as that supreme love. That's a really powerful, positive thought. And it's just concentrated into either, it could be two syllables in in the personal mantras that we give to people, or in the uh, kirtan mantra, what we give the mantra, Baba Nam Kevalam, then there's several syllables. And even if you add on the extra syllables, it comes to eight syllables. So... But in any case, those syllables, those short syllables, are impregnated with vitality and great meaning. So that's the power of the mantra. But the realization of that dream to become one, to get that bliss, to get that supreme love, that realization is a long effort. And in Sanskrit, it's called sadhana, that effort to to reach perfection, perfection-striving effort, sadhana or meditation. So that long effort is something that takes practice, and that practice has to be done systematically. It's systematic. So like, it's the same as any other discipline. If you want to learn some difficult discipline, of you're learning a musical instrument, or you're learning a science, or you're learning mathematics, you're learning a language, you're learning anything um, that's a little bit complex, then you have to attack it systematically. You say, yes, I will study in the morning, I'll study in the evening, I I will do this, I will do that. So for meditation, the, the systematic practice is very simple. You have to consecrate, dedicate, two times in a day, and give it some time. Ten minutes. Start with ten. Why not? You can. You can do ten minutes. I think you can, and and sit with your mantra and meditate. And then, let's say you do that in the morning. Then in the evening, again you dedicate ten more minutes and sit and do your mantra and think. Now the the process is, as as you think, so you become. But it's very difficult to think. even in ten minutes. To, to stay completely fixed on the mantra is a tall order, a very difficult task. Your mind will wander. doesn't matter. If your mind wanders, you just bring it back. When the mind wanders, you bring it back. When the mind wanders again, you bring it back. Maybe the first time you try, you'll get two seconds of concentration. But doesn't matter. You just fold up your blanket, come back again, 12 hours later, sit again. Maybe you'll get four seconds. Very good. Then the next day, you wake up and then you get six seconds. Very good. Six seconds is not much compared to 10 minutes, but it's better than before. So, with that kind of tortoise like dedication, it doesn't matter if you go um, slowly, but dedicated like the hare and the tortoise you know that story about the tortoise who didn't want to give up in that race just kept moving just keep moving so that's how you have to approach meditation but if you have a proper mantra which has the the good vibration the right power and it has the good meaning and then you 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 do it on a very systematic way which is very simple it's a very simple system a little bit in the morning a little bit in the evening and if you do that, you will certainly get success. I've taught many people meditation. Nobody ever came back and said I tried it and it didn't work, of course, those people didn't come back. You know, they men, most people um, most people try it and then but don't don't follow through. That's that's those that's why that's the problem. It's not that they tried it and didn't work, but they just don't follow through. So follow through, and you will be one of the. Successful ones. You know, those successful ones, you know, in this world, the successful ones, spiritually successful ones, are few. But you can be one of those few. But all you have to do is have that that dedication. And even if your progress or your movement seems to be slow, don't mind it. Because you will get success. It's guaranteed. It's a sure guarantee that your life will be crowned spiritual success. But get the mantra, follow the system, and do it regularly, and definitely you will find something wonderful happening in your life. So that's all I want to say today, just a little bit about the mantra. It's the the word which liberates us from the darkness of of ignorance and brings us to knowledge and brings us to, to peace and brings us to love. So get a mantra and practice it as often as you can. So thank you very much and namaskar. And I hope that you come back for another episode of Dharmacast.